I don't know how clear my voice will come through here, but we're putting a little music up front. One of my all-time favorite tunes, Killing Floor by the Electric Flag. And we're going to stop that right there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, moms and dads, children of all persuasions, welcome to Living on a Thin Line. This is our daily uh, podcast, not a podcast, but a community uh, where we uh, reach out to you uh, every single gosh darn day, um, Monday through Friday at 2 p.m., Saturday night at 7 p.m., and back at 2 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, it is your daily distraction from all the hoo-ha out there. Man, are we, uh, hold on, I got a smile there. Uh, I had to smile for the thumbnail on YouTube because I played a little music on Facebook Live because they have a little lip sync feature and I thought that would be fun. I did not go live. Um, I did not go live uh, on YouTube because I didn't know what the licensing would be. But now we're live on YouTube. So ladies and gentlemen, you got not one, not two, uh, but three ways to access us here on Facebook Live. Hello, Kelly, Kelly Wilson, Trey Goodman, Diane Howell, Debbie Meister, Lauren O'Neill, humorist Kevin Rooney. Good afternoon, each and every one of you. You can see us here on Facebook Live. Watch us on our YouTube channel, Comedy Schools, and or listen on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. We are your daily distraction at two. I don't know if the distraction is so much for me or it is for you, but it is a distraction. Um, we found ourselves, as many of you did, with our entire routine totally disrupted uh, when the crisis hit. This is, by the way, episode 29. We've now done this 29 days in a row. Uh, and we've now included this as part of our daily routine. So we got something to build around. Uh, what we're dealing with today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we haven't turned the news on. I, I, I look at the websites. Uh, I look at website, uh, several websites, reputable websites. Not too many reputable websites, but uh, uh, reputable websites to try to keep up on information. Um, but the TV just, uh, um, it's an endless loop of, uh, stuff that I can't do anything about. All I can do is what you're doing. And that is, um, uh, this uh, self quarantine thing, which seems to be working. There's now in Arizona, a website that shows you, um, cases, uh, via, via zip code. <clears throat> and according to it, the zip code I'm in, there are no cases whatsoever. So I guess we're doing a pretty good job. We are a small zip code. The zip code directly next to us has, I think, 19 cases. So all, all, uh, all in, I guess we're kind of doing a good job of doing what we need to do. Uh, we do go outside. Uh, we do go to the store and then we wrap up. We wrap up like uh, uh, Boris Karloff in a 1932 film about an Egyptian that's come back to life. And uh, we walk the dogs on a daily basis. Tomorrow, I'm probably going to have to wander out into the world. Uh, and by the world, I mean uh, uh, further than the uh, local grocery store because I've got some tax situation to deal with. Uh, somehow, they're saying that I need to have an emissions test for one of my cars, although I get conflicting information because the county we're in, uh, no emissions are required. So uh, it's a little confusing right now, but I'm probably going to have to go to an emissions station and go see my accountant uh, and a couple other things. So we're going to stay safe, sane, and sound. Uh, stay tuned or watch my Facebook page tomorrow for updates on if we'll be on exactly at 2 or be a little late. All right, we got people here. Uh, we got people here from Missouri. We got people here from Phoenix. We got people here from 
Pasadena. We got people here, I think, in Kentucky or Florida. Uh, we got people from northern Arizona. We got people, ladies and gentlemen. We got people. Thank you for tuning in. Um, what we do on this show every day, every day, every day, every day, is um, we put together, um, uh, I find some collectible I have here in my office, and this office is just a mishmash of albums and CDs and books and hats and autographs and uh, little gifts people have gotten me and guitars I can't play, uh, books I have read and haven't read. But we find something and we show it to you and then we talk about it and then we recommend two uh, pieces of, of vinyl every day, uh, vinyl albums. Hello, Tim Lawson. Anybody wants to say hi? Anybody's got a thought? Anybody's got a question? Post them right here. Post them right here. Hey, we're looking at it. We got a little gif. I never knew if you pronounce that gif or jif or gif, uh, but it is gif, gif, and it's actually an acronym, I think, but uh, hell, I don't know. All right, let's see the first thing we're going to show you right here. Pretty cool you tuned in today because I got a cool thing here. What's that say? What's that say? YouTubers, you see it? Facebook friends, you see it? Okay, what is this? This is, ladies and gentlemen, none other than an autographed Steve Nash basketball. That's what I got my hands right here, an autograph, a Steve Nash basketball. Uh, he did not autograph this for me personally. Uh, I'll tell you how I got it. Someone won it from a radio station, and then they were broke and were selling it, and I think I paid a couple hundred bucks for it at the time. Maybe, definitely a hundred dollars. Pretty cool little piece of sports memorabilia to own, and especially at that price. Steve Nash, incredible ball player who uh, never, to the best of my knowledge, got to go to the big show. Um, I saw Steve Nash originally, most people know Steve Nash as a Phoenix Sun, as the face many years for the Phoenix Suns. But I saw him originally with the Dallas Mavericks way back when, like in 2001 or something, and went, man, this guy is good. The energy, not uh, as big as uh, most NBA players, not as tall, not as broad, but his energy and his talent were just stunning to behold on the floor. When I think of great NBA players that I've uh, seen play over the years, uh, and I've seen some of the greats, uh, uh, Carl, uh, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Kobe Bryant, uh, uh, LeBron James, but only for a few minutes when he was with Cleveland, and then they benched him because... Uh, he was, they were playing the Clippers, and the Clippers were so lousy, they didn't need to uh, uh, work him out that much at the time. Um, uh, Steve Nash, uh, of course, uh, and I'm trying to think of so many, so many others. There's just a few in my years of being a Hoops fan, which didn't start till like 2001. He was stunning to watch, and of course, I saw him with the Sun several times. Later on in life, um, he went on and played with the L.A. Lakers, but uh, it was not a distinguished career. Is mainly marred by injury, but him and that floppy hair going up and down the field became a uh, became a trademark, ladies and gentlemen, for the Phoenix Suns. And I do have an autographed Steve Nash basketball right here. I thought I'd share that with you. Uh, you know, I had an autograph. It actually had dust on it. It had dust. I'm a, I'm ashamed to say that it had dust. But uh, <laughs> And that's what I'm talking about. We got so many cool little things probably in our homes that we don't even look at, that we don't even pay attention to. You know, we're always looking down the road for the next big thing or the next thing to happen, 
the next meal, the next dollar, always chasing, always chasing. So now we got to settle in a little bit. So settle in and look around you and see what you got. I'm trying to settle in today, too. Uh, today's a hard day for me to settle in. Hello, Shonda Fornell McPike. How are you? Hello, Don Shell. Hello, everybody. I'm trying to settle in today, but it's a little rough because I'm dealing with a lot of bureaucracy, uh, dealing with this emissions test thing, dealing with some retirement account stuff where we're having to go through a big Byzantine um, uh, hoo-ha in order to access uh, a certain amount of uh, funds. Uh, we'll do it, but it eats up a lot of the day. And the other thing I'm dealing with is this, is that um, I have at my disposal a huge amount of um, uh, uh, high-speed data but I've used up a lot of it on one of my devices, and then one of my other devices broke. Uh, stop! So they're sending me out a new SIM card, and then one of our other devices keeps saying uh, out of range when we try to connect, even though my wife will be sitting next to me. We dealt with it yesterday, hour and a half on the phone, tried to connect today, says out of range, so we got to deal with it again. Are we frustrated? Yes. Are we going to let these frustrations ruin our days? No, and neither should you. Okay, there's going to be all kinds of new frustrations right now, ladies and gentlemen. There's going to be all kinds of new challenges ahead, and we just got to meet them. Some of the things that were so uh, simple and easy at one time, they will be simple and easy again. But for a while, they'll be more difficult. You know, um, you can just take it down to uh, certain grocery stores that were 24 hours that are now not 24 hours. You could take it down to that, you know, you just start from there. And move forward. But we're all doing what we can to um, uh, control this the best we can. And every day I follow uh, as much as I can whatever progress is being made in the medical field. There is progress being made. Will the progress be tomorrow? Probably not. Will it be next week? Probably not. Uh, but will it be um, when it happens, you guys, when it happens that they find something that effectively deals with um, the, um, the symptoms or helps, uh, helps out with those sort of things when they do deal with that. Okay. We'll just look back at this as a, like a blip right now. It doesn't seem like a blip right now. It seems like, uh, an eternity wrapped in forever. That's what it seems like an eternity. Hey, by the way, can you guys see uh, on my screen? I've still got electric flag up there a little bit. Uh, I mean, I've actually got an icon that says killing floor electric flag. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, Sammy J's watching. He says, you are sharing all your music. I want to share a band. You will love Blackberry Smoke. You will love them. I will check them out. Sammy, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sammy, because we know that you are a giver. Sammy will give it to you every chance he gets. Uh, <laughs> I love doing that joke. Um, so um, uh, I kind of lost track right there. It's still there. You can see it. All right, cool. Anyway, by the way, that's a band to check out, man. If you want to check out a band, check out uh, the Electric Flag. They were ahead of their time, mid-60s blues rock group with the uh, incredible Mike Bloomfield on lead guitar. That song, Killing Floor, which is actually originally a Howlin' Wolf tune, uh, which is a, Willie Dixon wrote it, and it's a combination of other riffs from 1920s and 30s blues tunes, uh, is just one of the hottest tunes I've ever heard. Please check out. Killing Floor by the Electric Flag. Check out the Electric Flag's um, album. I forget the exact name of it, but if you put in Killing Floor, you'll find out. And you will love every tune. It'll be stunning to you that this was in the mid-60s. 
when they put out this album. Mike Bloomfield, probably one of the greatest blues rock guitarists of all time, primarily forgotten now for some uh, some in- inexplicable reason. When we talk about great guitarists, of course, we talk about Clapton, we talk about Hendrix, uh, we talk about so many great guitarists, but uh, Bloomfield is seldom men- mentioned, and Bloomfield was ahead of them all. So check out Killing Floor. It's a fun tune. It's a fun tune. Been listening to it since I was a little kid. Let me get to the albums. The albums that I have for you today to uh, check out, the uh, artists I have for you to check out. Once again, what we're talking about doing here is um, kind of going, uh, taking a deeper dive. Sammy J says Electric Flag was really good. Well, thank you for concurring, sir. Uh, we're taking a little deeper dive into uh, certain artists than uh, the conventional one that is well known. Uh, we're bringing up artists that you may have loved at one time many, many years ago and now have forgotten about or not listened to in a while. And for those of you who have never, never uh, heard of these people, to go in and check them out and discover something new. That's our mantra for this show, by the way, Living on a Thin Line, is uh, to see uh, old things with new eyes. See old things with new eyes. Since our worldview is somewhat limited right now, uh, we want to be able to see the things that are within our sphere with new eyes. And you will be stunned at the discoveries you make creatively. All right, here's our first album. Look at this. Very kind of early 60s, 50s kind of thing. Nothing too extraordinary in the artwork. Kind of a knockoff. Let's get it out. Kind of done before uh, artists of this nature were putting out uh, concept albums like rock uh, musicians did. This album is an RCA album. Everybody sees it. Everybody sees it. And the title of it is The Best of Waylon Jennings. So if you know Waylon Jennings, look at that picture. You saw it there on Facebook Live. Look at it there on YouTube. Look at that picture. That looks nothing like the Waylon Jennings that so many people in the 70s, in the 1970s, grew uh, grew to love. That rebel rock, country rock outlaw who seemed to live the incredible tales that he told in his music. This was put out before that. Here are the tunes that were on the best of Waylon Jennings. The Days of Sand and Shovels, MacArthur Park, MacArthur Park. We'll get back to that in a minute. Delhi is gone. I got you. A walk out of my mind. Anita, you're dreaming. Only daddy that'll walk the line. Something's wrong in California. Ruby, don't take your love to town. And just to satisfy you. Now, uh, only daddy that'll walk the line remained kind of a hit for Waylon Jennings. It's played a lot on classic country or classic stations. Only daddy that'll walk the line. Dun, 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 dun. So he was, they kept trying to put Waylon in a box, in the Nashville box, you know, sing these kind of songs, use these producers, and he chafed against it. He was kind of a wild man. It wasn't really until he teamed up with Willie in the sort of country outlaw movement that he became the legendary icon that he still is today. But uh, to kind of prove what a rebel he was, he's a country artist, and he recorded Jimmy Webb's MacArthur Park. MacArthur Park is one of the strangest songs you'll ever hear no one would record it no one finally a guy named richard harris who was primarily an actor from england he might be irish though he did a version of it that was very trippy and then whalen did a country version of it and he was damn near metaphorically crucified by the country community for doing this strange bizarre uh hallucinogenic sort of song macarthur park 
Uh, later on, Donna Summer did a disco version of it. It became uh, one of the great songs of all time. But when Waylon Jennings dared to record MacArthur Park as a country artist, it put a stamp on him as a rebel. It put a stamp on him as an iconoclast. It made people who don't normally listen to people like Waylon Jennings listen to Waylon Jennings and probably was the launch of his career as a rebel country rocker. Not too long after this, grew his hair out, grew his beard, looked like a man who could beat you up with just a look of his eye and had that incredible voice and did all those great songs, some with Willie, Lukenbach, Texas, Hank Williams is Still the King, which was a shot at Willie while he was mad at him, by the way. You know, if you go down to Texas, Bob Wills is still the king. Because he and Willie were pissed off at each other. And everybody was calling Willie the, the king of, uh, of uh, country music. And uh, Waylon Jennings wrote, <laughs> Bob Wills is still the king. And I always loved that song because it made me go, all right, who the hell's Bob Wills? And then to dig in and find out who Bob Wills was, the great country swing, swing artist of the late 40s, early 50s. And that's what I like to do and what I'm trying to encourage you to do is follow these little strings. I didn't know who Bob Wills was till Waylon Jennings came out with the song Bob Wills is Still the King. I didn't know that, Bob, that uh, Waylon Jennings had recorded MacArthur Park way back when. I didn't know that he had a whole career as kind of a mid-level successful uh, country artist until uh, I really started digging into him. So you want to check out, uh, especially check out Waylon Jennings, put in YouTube Waylon Jennings, MacArthur Park. You'll hear something pretty strange. Okay. Next album. Here we go. Kind of hard to read. You can see the face. There on YouTube, you can see the face. There on Facebook Live, you can see the face. ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Which album am I showing? I am showing, this is a two-record set. Special low price on the Columbia label. Uh, the John Hammond collection. John Hammond was a great, uh, uh, a great uh, music uh, producer and curator of music. This is hello, Judd Dunning. This is Billie Holiday. God bless the child. So, if you don't know Billie Holiday, get to know Billie Holiday. Billie Holiday was one of the greatest blues singers of all time. Uh, the classically tragic life classically tragic story that so many of us uh, so many of us seem to be drawn to uh, an african-american woman during a time of uh, severe segregation in america a heroin addict a woman who was put in prison in mental hospitals uh succumbed way too early to uh the combination of uh what uh, a segregated society and drug addiction can do to a human being so billy holiday had a stunning voice she is still the benchmark for so many great singers today. On this album is a version of Am I Blue, Solitude, St. Louis Blues, It's a Sin to Tell a Lie, Loveless Love, Georgia on My Mind, All of Me, uh, God Bless the Child, which was a huge hit for her. And if you're my age, we know God Bless the Child from a Blood, Sweat, and Tears hit. But it was her song. Uh, let's see what else we got. Gloomy Sunday, uh, Love Me or Leave Me. Um, Falling in Love Again. So a lot of these were all songs that were classic standards up until the, um, uh, up until the rock era and pretty much up until, um, say, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Uh, most singers didn't write their own songs, but they played other people's songs. And also during that era, 
there were songs that everybody recorded. This is my version of this. This is my version of this. Okay? So Billie Holiday did a lot of standards. Uh, not on this album is a great version of uh, Ain't, Ain't Nobody's Business But My Own that she does that is just stunning. Just stunning. But her version of uh, God Bless the Child is heartbreakingly beautiful. So uh, if you don't know Billie Holiday, YouTube Billie Holiday. YouTube Billie Holiday doing God Bless the Child. Uh, listen to her do Am I Blue, which I think was a Hoagie Carmichael tune. Am I Blue? You'd be too. She may have been from St. Louis, Tim. That's correct. As were um, uh, Ike and Tina Turner. Ike and Tina Turner. Chuck Berry. So much great uh, African-American music that became uh, the basis for rock and rock and roll came out of uh, St. Louis. Um, anyway, Google and listen to anything she did. Anything she did at all. But uh, Ain't Nobody's Business and um, uh, God Bless the Child by Billie Holiday. I'm taking you all the way back to the 30s and 40s here with Billie. But uh, absolutely stunning voice, vocalist. Um, after her, probably Etta James uh, would be as far as um, great blues, African-American chanteuses, torch singers. Uh, man, if you like music that'll touch you right on your heart, then listen to uh, Billie Holiday. Uh, what time we got, Cheryl? Two, three. We're going to wrap up a little early today, guys. We're going to wrap up early today. We're only going 20 minutes today. All right. And who wants to watch this damn thing for a whole 20 minutes? Anybody got any questions right now? I'd be happy to answer them. If not, a couple things to remember. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Uh, if you ever thought about uh, doing, uh, if you ever thought about becoming a better writer, if you're, if you're looking for a bucket to put your creativity in, if you're looking at a vessel to hold your ideas that are in your mind and your heart and your soul, and you think you might want to make people uh, laugh, uh, at the same time, we have a new beginning stand-up comedy workshop starting April 21st. Go to my page, Tony Visick, and you can get the information. Or, of course, call me on the numbers that are uh, being, that uh, you can find uh, on those pages. Uh, also, April 22nd, brand new advanced class. For those of you who've been in our classes previously and now find yourself stuck at home with nothing to do, we've got a great group that meets every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Every night at 6, every Wednesday night at 6 p.m., and you can tune in and, uh, and you can join that class. Just go to either one of our websites, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com or ComedySchools.com. Uh, Sammy J's, do you have any Ray Wiley Hubbard or Nina Simone? I don't have any Ray Wiley Hubbard, but uh, I do have some Nina Simone somewhere, but I love Ray Wiley Hubbard. So, uh, and by the way, when they're mentioned, you guys can just YouTube them. That's two artists of the YouTube, Ray Wiley Hubbard or, or Nina Simone, and you will love, love what they do. All right, be sure to check out our workshops. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m. and make plans for Saturday night because Saturday night is always the big show at 7 p.m. All right, uh, that's the big comedy jubilee. Hello to my brother Jerry. Jerry, hello, I must be going. I'm signing off right now. I know you're a busy man. I appreciate you. Tell everybody, start a watch party. Once you guys tune in, you can make a watch party. Make a watch party. Get a group. We're going to make it a party every day right here, living on a thin line on Facebook Live. YouTube Comedy Schools and Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. Bye bye.